Welcome to Beyond Blathers, the podcast where we dive deeper into the insects, fish, and fossils you can find in Animal Crossing New Horizons. I'm Sophia Osborne. And I'm Olivia DeBercier. And if you want to support the show, check out our merch store over on Etsy at etsy.com slash shop slash beyond blathers. And we're currently having our holiday sales. So that is 30% off everything in our store. And that includes some orange needle felted sunfish ornaments. Uh, There's like only a couple left. And we also have stickers and postcards. And yeah, you should definitely check it out before it ends on December 15th. So this week, we're talking about the goldfish, which I kind of can't believe we haven't done this one. But at the same time, I feel like I don't know, goldfish are kind of one of those things that I feel like everyone kind of thinks they know about, but I don't really know anything about them, like, scientifically. Yeah, it's kind of, I feel like, one that you catch a lot in the game, but you don't really think about. And I figured there'd be kind of a cool history around them, so I wanted to look into that. First, let's see what Blathers has to say. So if you bring a goldfish to Blathers, he'll say, Goldfish are so cute and delicate, but do you know how big they can get? Why, they can grow up to a foot in length. Well, sometimes. The size of the tank they're kept in tends to restrict their growth. And just how big will this goldfish get in our large museum tank? (laughs) I look forward to finding out. That would be really cute if when you visited the museum, the goldfish just got bigger every time. I like that one is quite meta. Like, I like when he talks about the museum and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I love the museum. I need to go visit my my museum in the game. It's been a while. I know, me too. I need to, like, go get some coffee at Brewster's and take a (laughs) gander around. Oh, that sounds really nice. I could also do that in our actual museum in town. Oh, yeah. I guess it's open now. (laughs) It's been a while. Yeah, speaking of the game, there's actually three goldfish you can catch in Animal Crossing. There's the sort of plain old goldfish there's the ranchu goldfish, and then there's the pop-eyed goldfish. We're going to be talking about goldfish in general on today's episode because the other two goldfish are just breeds of goldfish. So they look a bit different, but otherwise they're like the same species. The ranchu goldfish is bred from the linehead goldfish, and they have kind of like Honestly, it looks like warts. I know it's supposed to be like aesthetic and ornamental, but it looks like they have a warty head. I kind of think of it as like they look like they have like a brain, like you're just seeing their brain or something. I know that's not what it is. Like an external brain. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like bumpy and I don't know. I don't think it's very cute. Mm. They also don't have a dorsal fin. It's kind of weird because you don't notice it at first, but then when it's pointed out to you and you look at a picture of them, it's kind of weird. Like, it just looks odd. Yeah, I don't think I ever had... I always just had classic goldfish. Yeah, and classic goldfish, like, yeah, they definitely have that, like, cute little triangular dorsal fin. But, yeah, and then the pop-eyed goldfish, like, they have probably what you've seen before at pet stores where their eyes are just, like, popping out. They just have, like, really, like, bubbly eyes. But speaking of bubbly eyes, there's 125 breeds of goldfish, And they can vary a lot in appearance, including one that has, like, under its eyes, like, giant bubbly pouches. It's like, I don't know, it's like its eye socket just sort of, like, got filled with water and air. It's really weird looking. It kind of worries me. Like, apparently, 
if you have these goldfish, you can't have like a lot of stuff in your tank because they'll like tear the eye pouch. I'm like, oh, this, no. that's really bad. <laughs> like maybe you shouldn't have bred that. Anyway, <laughs> moving yeah. on from that because it's kind of a disturbing image. But there are some that are like really cute. They have like different colors, you know, the little like poppy eyed ones. There's also the weirdest one I found was called the celestial eye goldfish. And it has eyes that protrude out like the Popeye goldfish, but it's, but it, it's like, its eyes are looking straight up. Like, I don't know how to describe this. It's so weird looking. Wow. I never thought of this, but I guess it makes sense that because they're like a pet, they get bred, you know, by humans to be weird. Like, yeah, why there's do like we fancy goldfish, <laughs> like fancy chickens, fancy pigeons. Yeah, or like pugs and stuff like that. Like, why are we just like, let's make like weird, less functioning animals to have as pets? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little, I, it makes me feel a little uncomfortable. But I don't want to get super mm-hmm. animal rights in this episode. But, you know, there's, yeah, there's no probably offense to you if there. you have no. <laughs> one of these goldfish. This is not the, the goal of, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> point is there's a lot of different breeds and if we want to get really nitpicky about it there's a fourth type of goldfish in the game and that's the crushing carp because basically the taxonomy of goldfish is like kind of uncertain and debated there's goldfish are definitely a type of carp they don't have barbels like other carp and those barbels are like little whiskery things that you see on the faces of koi and catfish but whether they're descended from Crushing Carp and are therefore a subspecies of Crushing Carp or whether they're descended from another species of carp is debated, though they can breed and hybridize with Crushing Carp. So from what I could read, it sounds like eh, they might basically be Crushing Carp, but it's a little bit hard to tell. That's interesting because I would think if they're like domesticated, I mean, I guess they're not really like domesticated but used as pets and like bred by humans you would think that we would know the history of how they came to be yeah you definitely would but what's crazy about goldfish is that their breeding began like a super long time ago literally a thousand years ago in china because that's where carp are being bred for food and even today they're one of the most important farmed fish so yeah way back a thousand years ago they started breeding them So usually carp are kind of like brown and green, but even though the colors of carp are kind of dull, they have some red and gold pigmentation in their cells. So what happened was around like 265 to 420 AD during the Jin dynasty, a mutation showed up in some carp that led for more of that red coloration to show. And because carp breed so quickly, their breeders were able to just sort of breed that color into their fish. And then during the Tang Dynasty, which was like 618 to 907 AD, these colorful carp were bred in ornamental ponds and water gardens. Eventually, the gold color of goldfish was bred and the imperial family of the Song Dynasty were the only ones permitted to have this fish as it symbolized nobility. But yeah, over time, you have this whole subpopulation of beautifully colored golden carp. Now, in some cases, when these golden carp were caught by fishermen, they'd be taken and released into ponds in Buddhist temples. And this act was seen to be like an act of self-purification 
because once the fish were released into the ponds, they'd be cared for by the monks and they wouldn't be like fished for food. They'd be kind of in a protected area. So this was sort of an act that further sort of brought all of these goldfish together and uh, put a lot of value on these very beautiful looking fish. Then in the 16th century, goldfish were brought to Japan and eventually they ended up finding their way to Europe and they were kept there as pets and ornamental pond fish. And then we get to the States in the 1800s. And the American history of goldfish is a bit funny, um, but also like a little bit frustrating from an environmental standpoint. So from 1884 to 1889, the newly founded U.S. Commission of Fish and Fisheries, which is now the National Marine Fisheries Service, they really wanted to like promote themselves to the American public. So they decided to run this sort of fun PR campaign in which if you lived in Baltimore or Washington, D.C., if you wrote your congressman, the the U.S. Commission of Fish and Fisheries would send you a free goldfish. And around 20,000 fish were given away every year at the height of this campaign. So this went on for like nine years. Oh my gosh. Which is crazy. And I love this quote. So in a New York Times article from 1894, a reporter said, quote, The business of distributing free goldfish to the people of the District of Columbia has become such a tax on the Fish Commission that it appears that they must choose between running a goldfish bureau for Washington exclusively and conducting the legitimate work of the bureau. <laughs> like, they're like, wow, basically their only job right now is to give away free goldfish. So that's fun. We need the free goldfish bureau. Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> Got to start a petition. Yeah, so this <laughs> this wasn't just like a bureaucratic issue, but also an environmental one because people saw the fish as disposable and they just like get rid of them in local waterways when they were done with them, which caused a bit of an environmental problem. Um, the other issue was people were often getting goldfish at fairs and carnivals. And this went on for a long time, uh, not just in the States, but also in Europe and Canada. And yeah, this also really added to this idea of like goldfish being disposable. It's mostly, I'm pretty sure, not allowed anymore to do that kind of thing because it's like against animal ethics. But yeah, basically you just end up with all these like wild populations of goldfish popping up because yeah, goldfish are like kind of hard to take care of. And sometimes people just like don't want them anymore. Not great. But yeah, speaking of the history of goldfish, there is also quite a significant medical history around them. For a long time, goldfish were used as like a medical model before zebrafish started to become like the more popular fish, science fish of choice because goldfish absorb substances easily. They breed really quickly and they have lots of biological features that make them interesting for studies. Like some experiments have used them for studying vision, memory, or even skin cancer because of their sensitivity to light. They've even inspired some important genetics research like that done by Shishan Chen, who was a pioneering geneticist in China, and Charles Darwin, who was interested in, in them from like an evolutionary standpoint, because they were just such cool examples of extensive breeding over time, allowing these fish to start showing different physical traits. Yeah, that's so interesting. I didn't realize that they would be used in studies. I I just imagine there must be so many goldfish out there, like chickens, you know, like just yeah. like so many more than there are humans. <laughs> I feel like they're not used as much now, but there's still some like really fun studies 
about them. Like there's one that I found that talks about goldfish's, I guess, like ability to hear. Um, and they found out that they did like a, a study where they played music for goldfish and they found out that goldfish can like differentiate between songs. Like they, they would play them two different classical music songs and they'd be like, oh, they can know the difference. How do they know that? So goldfish can also be trained. So they would like train the goldfish to come up for food when a certain song played. So that way, if they would play like a different song and the goldfish didn't come up for food, they'd be like, wow, they like the other song better. Oh my gosh. Yeah, which is really cute. Although this brought up an important, this is going to be my soapbox for today. It's probably the wrong soapbox, but uh, why in all of these, like I was reading musical studies done on like rats and dogs and, you know, all these other like birds and they're always with classical music. Like, why Why don't they use pop songs? Like, why don't they play, like, Cardi B or, like, Shakira? Like, Yeah, I want to know, like, which Taylor Swift song is, like, my goldfish's favorite song. Exactly. <laughs> like, how would they react to All Too Well 10-minute version? We want to know. <laughs> it's just... They just I... start floating upside down. <laughs> just vibing. Yeah, I... <laughs> like, I remember... at the zoo we had a parrot and she really liked the ting ting song that's not my name uh, and like my grandma's love bird really liked michael jackson like would just mm. go crazy if michael jackson was playing like dancing and everything it was really cute so i don't know that's my critique for today <laughs> on this science that's your soapbox yeah i mean i related to that i find it sad to know that they kind of have that much just kind of awareness of things that are going on and everything just considering like a lot of goldfishes live very sad lives in yeah I mean maybe not so much anymore but in the past like in some plastic bag at a carnival yeah nah it's not okay yeah and there was like a trend for a while of like in the 40s like frat boys and at Harvard would like swallow goldfish like as a kind of hazing thing which is terrible I don't think that yeah. went on for very long, luckily. But yeah, there there have been a lot of um, regulations that have been put in to sort of protect them. Like, yeah, you're not really allowed to sell them or give them away at like fairs. Uh, I also think you're not supposed to. I don't. I feel like there, this is law in some place, some places where you're not allowed to keep them in just like goldfish bowls. Like they have to be in a proper tank. Yeah, which is good. Take care of your goldfish, people. Jeez. Hmm. Yeah, because I also, I think I've heard that they live a long time. And I I remember like when I had goldfish growing up, I was just always amazed by how long they lived for. And it wasn't like an insane amount of time, but it was, you know, I don't know, eight eight or ten years or something. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. They can live like in good conditions. They could live up to 25 years or more. I'm always amazed by fish. Fish can live a long time, like small fish, bigger fish like don't tend to live as long, but. Yeah, it's crazy. And I was wondering, too, what they eat, like, naturally, because I guess we just fed ours, like, fish food, but I don't really know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so goldfish are omnivores, which means they'll eat, like, bugs, they'll eat other fish, fish eggs, tadpoles, snails, plants, all kinds of stuff. I, I'm not sure what the fish flakes are, but they'll eat that, too. <laughs> but this is the problem with goldfish is... They're actually a major invasive species in a ton of places. 
very often, as I said, people get goldfish and then they are, they find out they're actually kind of hard to take care of. Like I remember I had goldfish too and I, they were probably my least favorite pet I've ever had because not only did they not do a lot, but like they were really hard to take care of and it was hard to clean Mm -hmm. their tank. So people will often just like throw them in the nearest water body instead of like being a responsible owner and like dealing with them in a better way. Like even flushing them down the toilet is not recommended because it can again get into the, not only is it mean, but like they can also get into like a water body potentially. But yeah, like this is a big problem in Canada, in the States, in Australia and UK. Like you basically have these breeding populations of goldfish in ponds and lakes and streams. And even though this like might seem cute because you have all these little like goldfish swimming around, it's here's the problem like goldfish are bottom feeders so they stir up a ton of mud and silt into the waterway and that will make normally clear water very turbid and hard to see through and by stirring up all of this mud and organic matter they can promote algal growth so that's not good either because if you get too much algae growing it's gonna make that water system a lot less healthy but i'm not gonna go into that (laughs) because the science is a little bit complicated but the other thing is goldfish are really quite tough, so they're they're hard to get rid of. They can live in a variety of water temperatures, so they can live in both warm and cold habitats. And as Blathers mentioned, they can become huge. They can literally get to the size of a football. Like we're talking like a foot and a half long. Um, and, and at this point, usually too, they'll sort of lose that gold color after they've been wild for a little while. They're, they're going to kind of look more like regular carp at this point. So they're not even pretty. They're just going to be going around eating all kinds <laughs> of stuff because they're big and they'll eat more because they're bigger. Honestly, like the photos of people holding like the huge feral goldfish just haunt my dreams. Like they're, they're kind of scary. They I don't know if it's are. just kind of the uncanny like thing of just seeing something that's supposed to be small be like so big, but it know. looks like a supervillain hit them with like a like a growth gun, like you know in cartoons, yeah, totally. <laughs> like turn them into a monster. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, they like outcompete everything too. They'll outcompete all these native species by eating all their food, um, eating their eggs, altering the habitat, um, and in places where they've been really overrun, fishery departments like might have to electrofish them out. Or, like, pour substances into the water that sort of mess with fish gills and make them all float to the top. And then that way they can, like, pick out all of the goldfish. And then the, like, normal, I shouldn't call them normal, the local fish will, like, recover. But it's, like, a lot of work and a lot of money. So that's a problem. Another problem is that goldfish will carry diseases, including koi herpes virus, which can harm local carp populations. I thought that was kind of crazy. And the other thing is, sorry, I'm just kind of peppering all these like crazy facts I found because I don't really know. (laughs) There's just so (laughs) many things and it's, they're all like such fascinating facts to me. Like the female goldfish can produce upwards of 40,000 eggs a year. So even though goldfish are kind of easy for predators to find and eat, there's still a lot of them. And they tend to migrate really far. In one study, a goldfish was found to migrate over 140 miles or 225 kilometers every year. So they do like to spread. Oh my gosh. And then, 
This is not the end. <laughs> and then another wild thing is that goldfish are able to live in water that's very, very oxygen poor, meaning that they can survive in a pond that's been frozen over. So they can't do this forever, but they can do it for a long period of time. Like for humans, one of the main reasons we die without oxygen is that while our body can still sort of process carbohydrates to keep everything functioning, when we process carbohydrates, it produces toxic lactic acid. And that isn't able to be released without the presence of oxygen. But in goldfish, they can switch their bodily processes to produce non-toxic ethanol instead of lactic acid. So they can survive even when basically no oxygen is present. It's a very rare adaptation and it's super cool, but very inconvenient in the case of goldfish that aren't supposed to be there. That's wild. Like, can we figure out how to GMO that into us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That would be amazing, actually. I want to be like half goldfish, like gold woman. <laughs> like a mermaid, but you're a goldfish. <laughs> yes. The only problem with that is that apparently you have like a super high blood alcohol content, so you would not be allowed to drive. So, but I guess you could swim. I could be spreading like koi herpes virus around <laughs> everywhere. That's terrible. And laying 40,000 eggs <laughs> a year. Yeah, it would be, you would be like the villainous mermaid. Yes, I would. I'd be taking over the world. Yeah, moral of the story, um, please don't release your pets into the wild. Like, if you have to get rid of a pet fish, these are the recommended options I could find. One, fish around for some people who might want it. Uh, so, like, try and bring it to a local <laughs> pet rescue. They sometimes take fish. Also, aquariums or museums or schools might take donated fish. So if you have a whole setup you know, maybe someone wants that as an educational tool. Um, please don't flush it down the toilet. It's not very humane. If you really just have to, like, put your fish down, bring it to a vet. That's a humane thing to do. And just, like, a good general rule of thumb for helping all aquatic animals is to always check your boat or canoe or any other aquatic equipment. Check it for any plants, even, like, ones that look dead because, you know, they can survive. Or like other critters, make sure you take them off of your boat before you go into a new water body because you might risk transferring disease or invasive species to your local lake. So that's very important. Any of you folks who like to go to lakes. Yeah, that's that's super helpful. And it's interesting. Like I had definitely heard a lot about, yeah, I'd seen the photos of the huge goldfish and stuff, but just to hear about like the true scale of it and also like how long this has been happening for too and everything is really interesting. In my neighborhood, they had like, well, I guess in my, in my town, they had a situation where like the sewers got like clogged with koi or something. <laughs> like the, oh the like, I think the like water system had like a really big problem because there were so many like released carp <laughs> that they just like, they clogged the system which is terrible. Wow. I shouldn't laugh, but it was just such a mess. And like, I remember I was at a dog park near where this had happened and they have like sort of an artificial lake there. And I watched this like osprey just like dive down and grab the most massive like koi carp thing out of the water. So I guess it's feeding local wildlife, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have anything come out of this. Yeah, it's feeding, like, neighborhood cats, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some feral cats. 
Were there any other like last goldfish facts that you wanted to share? Yes. I wanted to share my favorite fact for last. And that fact is that goldfish have teeth. I didn't know this because if you look into the mouth of a goldfish, it just looks like a little little circle. There's nothing in there. It's just cheeks. But their teeth are in their throat, just like the sunfish. But the craziest thing is like these teeth, they look like little tiny human teeth. They're so weird looking because apparently they they like fall out just like shark teeth do, like kind of continuously. And these little teeth will collect at the bottom of aquarium tanks. And so people who have goldfish have found all these little teeth and they can like collect goldfish teeth. It's kind of wild. That sounds like a good like short story or like just just that has like ominous vibes to me. (laughs) Yeah, it'll just be titled goldfish teeth. It's like it is. It's again, it's like a weird uncanny valley kind of. Yeah, that's not the right use of uncanny valley, but just it's uncanny. It's unnerving. It reminds me of like frog legs looking like little like gnome legs. (laughs) Mm, (laughs) Like, have you heard that? Yeah. Like if you Google goldfish teeth, you'll see what I mean. Like it looks like, you know, the front teeth we have, but just like super tiny. Totally bizarre. Well, that's fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we've got for goldfish. It's a little weird. Moral of the story, don't release your pets. And if you're a U.S. government agency, please do not hand out hundreds of thousands of free goldfish. It's going to be more trouble than it's worth. Yeah, I take back what I said. Let's not bring that back. Yeah, it's not cute. Well, thank you so much, Olivia. I feel like I learned a lot for sure about something that I thought I knew about. But yeah. The secrets of the goldfish. And thank you everyone so much for listening. Don't forget to check out our merch store at etsy.com slash shop slash beyond blathers and take a look at the 30% off holiday sale before it ends on December 15th. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at beyond blathers. Tune in next week to learn more about the insects, fish, and fossils you can find in Animal Crossing New Horizons. Bye. Bye. Bye.